My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful! Perhaps we have the right to peacefully assemble! The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step in the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. Uh, so we're, we are going to be talking about quite a bit today um, related to Coy Griffin, who was... <laughs> There's a Nazi judge out of New Mexico that a, a set of radical leftists sued Coy Griffin to have him removed from office. It, this is all part of the lawfare that they've created across the country. But before we go any further, Mr. Producer, let's put up Mike Lindell's My Pillow real quick. And just I want to give a shout out to him at the very front that if you want to go to save up to 66%, it's actually up to 70%, you can use code CD21. You can also go buy my coffee with code CD21 and get a discount there as well. So you can go to my store and buy my coffee, or you can go to my pillow and save up to 70% with code CD21. Okay, go ahead and take that down. All right, so th this is unbelievable. Th this is, uh, we're going to be going through the decision by this, radical, leftist, brown shirt, compromised judge. I mean, there's, there's really no other way to put it. There's no, there's no other way to describe this judge. And, and one of the issues that I have with what they said, what the, 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 the standing was, is that they, this judge brought in the fact that br literally brought in the fact that Coy stood up and said, we're going to get rid of the voting machines, voted against it. Brought up the fact that he, his social media posts and the fact that he's still talking about the fact the election was stolen. Guys, listen to me. It's a foregone conclusion that the election was stolen in 2020. It's a foregone conclusion that the machines are completely compromised. You, you can't even argue it. And the people that are out there gaslighting the American people and saying nothing to see here, you're, you're complicit in the behavior because you're a part of the steal. You, you cannot convince anyone, anyone, that even takes a minute of time to look at the evidence that the election was not stolen from the American people. The voice of the American people was silenced, and they just went on with their business. But as we get into this, this decision, I want to read some of the decision to you. Mr. Producer, put up A1 if you would, please. The government of the, <laughs> I'm going to be running through quite a bit of this, so I want you guys to pay attention to, to, to some of the things that are said. And sorry, I'm trying to make sure my computer is working. It's, 
not working very well. Technical difficulties, all my fault. The government of the United States has enacted laws designed first to protect itself and its authority as a government, and secondly, its control over those agencies to which, under the Constitution and laws, <laughs> it extends governmental regulation. For the former purpose, namely, to protect itself and its authority as a government, it has enacted that every person who incites, sets on foot, assists, or engages in any rebellion or insurrection against the authority of the United States or the laws thereof, or gives aid or comfort thereto, and any two or more persons in any state or territory who conspire to overthrow, put down, or destroy by force the government of the United States, or to levy war against them, and to oppose by force the authority thereof, or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States contrary to the authority thereof, shall be visited with certain penalties therein named. Now listen, as we, as we start exploring, as we start exploring all the things that, that come into play with, <laughs> with, with this decision, you're going to see that they said that the United States government has a right to protect itself, that it, it supersedes the laws of Americans. That, that is a playbook right out of Nazi Germany. Tell me I'm wrong. Sorry, still technical difficulties here a little bit, guys. So just bear with me if you would. Um, all right, I'm in. Sorry, Mr. Producer. Let's go ahead and put up, if we can, C to, or A2. A2. So we're going to read through all the things that show up on, on, on this decision. But I think what's interesting as we start walking through this and reading the cuts from, the, the, from what the judge wrote, it's going to get to and we're going to talk about what the, the case is, the case that they're trying to make. So they're trying, they're trying to set historic precedent so that they can remove President Trump from being able to run for office. That is what the radical left does when they know that they are losing. So let's, let's read this second part of the judge's decision. Insurrection. <laughs> we're going re to redefine insurrection, by the way. Insurrection is a rising against civil or political authority. The open and active opposition of a number of persons to the execution of law in a city or state. Now the laws of the United States forbid under penalty any person from obstructing or retarding the passage of the mail to make it the duty of the officers to arrest such offenders and bring them before the court. If, therefore, it shall appear to you that any person or persons have willfully obstructed or retarded the mails, and that their attempt to arrest for such offense has been opposed by such a number of persons as would constitute a general uprising in that particular locality, then the fact of an insurrection within the meaning of the law has been established. And he who is by speech writing, now listen to this part, by speech, writing, or other inducement, assists in setting it on foot, or carrying it along, or gives it aid or comfort. Gives it aid or comfort, people. Is guilty of violation of law. It is not necessary that he that there should be bloodshed. 
I, I can't, as I'm reading this, it becomes impossible for me not to say to you that this judge in New Mexico has rewritten in this, in this document the Constitution of the United States, has rewritten, reinterpreted, even though the Supreme Court has already talked about the third, the Article Three in the 14th Amendment. But let me, let me go back to this. It is not necessary that there should be bloodshed. It is not necessary that the dimensions should be so uh, portentous uh, as to ensure probable success. To constitute an insurrection, it is necessary, however, that the rising should be in opposition to the execution of the laws of the United States and should be so formidable as for the time being to defy the authority of the United States. When men gather to resist the civil or political powers of the United States or to oppose the execution of its laws and are in such force that the civil authorities are inadequate to put them down and a considerable military force is needed to accomplish that result, they become insurgents. And every person who knowingly excites, aids, or bets them, no matter what his motives may be, is likewise an insurgent. The penalty for the offense is severe. And as I have said, it is designed to protect the government and its authority against direct attacks. Okay. For the people in the very back, I'm going to go ahead and, and be Captain Obvious for you for just a minute if I can. Please tell me what the government of our country is supposed to stand for. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that it is supposed to stand for the American people of the people, for the people, by the people. So now what this judge is saying is that the government has a higher authority than the people to govern them. In other words, to hold them accountable. We've seen this lack of accountability in nearly every side of our country, every side. We've seen this bloodthirst for crony capitalism. We saw it with the CDC, the FDA, and these feckless organizations that for profit pumped up drug companies who, by the way, have been hurting our society for decades with drugs designed to re reduce people to, I think, zombies is a good word to, to call it. But, but I, but I want to I, I say this. It says in here, in the, he by speech, writing, or other inducement assists that's not what the Constitution says. Now, Coy's argument was, what are you talking about? I was found guilty of trespassing 15 days. I was not found guilty of anything. And what this judge is saying is that, by the way, the Third Amendment has not been used. I'm excuse me, the 14th Amendment, the third, the third Article 3 of the 14th Amendment has not been used, except for twice in the history of of the country, twice. And both times, it was repealed, the outcome was repealed by the Supreme Court, both times. Actually, one time it was repealed, the second time in 1975, Robert E. Lee was uh, posthumously uh, pardoned of the inability to run for office, twice. And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're 
blessed to have a relationship with DCF Guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in Castle Rock and two down in Colorado Springs. Uh, but they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've I've seen. If you need a handgun for concealed carry, if you need something to protect your home, go to DCF Guns at any of their locations. Uh, if you go to dcfguns.co, uh, which is what you're looking at right now, you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now. Make sure that you get something that's appropriate and most importantly, make sure that you get some training. You can do that at DCF Guns. They offer some great training by some really, really phenomenal instructors. So go get something that's gonna work for you, that's gonna allow you to be prepared, get ammo, magazines, whatever you need. They have safes and most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. As we get into the judge's decision, it would go to A3, if you will, Mr. Producer. The irony of Mr. Griffin's argument that the court should refrain from applying the law and consider the will of the people in District 2 of Otero County who retained him as a county commissioner against a recall effort as he attempts to defend his participation in an insurrection by a mob whose goal, by his own omission, was to set aside the rules, results of a free, fair, and lawful election by a majority of the people of the entire country for the will of the people has not escaped this court. And if you go to A4, this is where he talks about defending people's voice. Mr. Griffin's actions as a county commissioner have set a state have a, had a statewide impact, and he puts in the amicus uh, common cause six to nine, August 24, twenty twenty two, explaining how Griffin's election denialism and defiance of the law have impacted the state. Court recognizes that Mr. Griffin's refusal to certify election results and resulting. Uh, Madamus action in the New Mexican Supreme Court affect the entire state of New Mexico. So now you have a Nazi judge. Tell, tell me how it's not a Nazi judge. Tell me now it's not a Nazi judge when they can use lawfare to remove someone from office so that they can obstruct the ability for us to get to the bottom of the election fraud. And let's not forget that David and Aaron Clements who have worked for months to do a audit in Otero County, have found massive irregularities, massive problems in the system. They found ballots that were filled out by a computer, overriding previous ballots and previous results through the adjudication process. That happened. That's not a hyperbolic statement. That's not making something up. All of the information that we've been able to collect from every single jurisdiction shows a massive amount of fraud, massive amount of fraud, massive amount of, what would you call it? Glitches. Every single election has been just rife with problems in the election machines. But you can't see the election code. It's the safest, fairest election in U.S. history. And the only time they did a recount was when a Democrat down in Georgia, a Democrat in Georgia, went into a precinct, this happened, went into a precinct that she and her husband voted in for, for herself and found that not one person in that precinct voted for her. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, let's do a recount. And it turns out that she was the runoff candidate, and yet it showed her in not even qualifying for the runoff in that election. They are trying to make our elections so complicated that people just give up. Coy, Griff Coy Griffin literally is standing up and saying, listen, we we've got to get to the bottom of this. Oh, but he's a Trumpster and you know, he supports Trump. This is partisan political hackerism by this Nazi judge. We talk about the judiciary not having any, not, not having an, an ounce of confidence in what they do because of the corruption that they represent. You have the Nazi, excuse me, you have the Antifa, probably a Nazi, judge in the case with Coomer. You have the lawfare that's being funded by this deep-seated group that's funneling money into a law firm down in Texas to, to sue Mike Lindell, sue me, sue Eric Metax, assume over the fact that Eric Coomer, the, 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 the liar vice president, director of strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems, wasn't on a call. That, that's, their, that's their claim. Out of all the things that I said, their claim is he wasn't on a call. I went, I went back and, and reread all of these claims by Eric Crapbag Coomer. I, I went back and read it because I was like, well, let's read this again. And it reads like a, how dare you? And the judge is like, hey, listen, we're going to, this couldn't have happened. He couldn't have been on the call. And I think a couple weeks ago, I played for you guys a cut from another BLM Antifa meeting and one from federal workers that talked about an insurrection even before the election. But by using Article 3 of the 14th Amendment, they have weaponized the Constitution and just make stuff up. See, now it doesn't matter. Now judges can do and say what they want and act with impunity, and we're just supposed to take it. Take it on the chin. There's nothing you can do about it, but there is something we can do about it. I believe we are moving towards a case of force. I believe we're moving there. And I don't believe that, and when I say force, I I'm not saying that we have to get to violence. But it will take force. It will take force to say, no, no, we've had enough of these Antifa judges. We've had enough of the, the compromised judiciary. We've had enough of the legislative group on the left and the right standing against the interests of the American people and destroying our economy and taking down our 401ks and injecting our kids with vaccines that are literally killing large swaths of our population, grandmas, grandpas, brothers, sisters, young kids. Remember, it was just six months ago that they said that it was forced, that if you were in the military, you had to force this stuff into your veins. And why do I say this? Because it's all connected. Every bit of it is connected. Mr. Producer, put up A5 if you would. I need to read some more of this. Mr. Griffin and his organization, Cowboys for Trump. By the way, this has nothing to do with Article 3 of the 14th Amendment. Nothing to do with it. This is just stuff that he does to, to the hyperbolic statements and, and bolstering evidence of an insurrection that never happens. They rewrote what an insurrection is. And they've taken away the, the, ver the very thing that's in the Constitution that says redress of grievances. You have the opportunity to have a redress of grievances against your government. So everyone showed up for a redress of grievances. The FBI, we, we literally have hours of video of Ray Epps and others breaking windows, federal agents, people that are in the government breaking windows, telling people to go into the Capitol.
showing up, whispering in people's ears, telling people to do things, encouraged people to do things, went back home, all of a sudden, all of his debt and IRS problems and everything that happened with Ray Epps are gone. Those are gone. He's now completely solvent. And yet, they want to convince us that there was an insurrection. They were talking about this before. They were talking about insurrection, using the word insurrection, before January 6th. They manufactured this crisis. Mr. Producer A5, Mr. Griffin and his organization Cowboys for Trump played a key role in the Stop the Steal movement's mobilization efforts ahead of January 6, 2021. Attack on the United States Capitol. There was no attack. Like other participants in the Stop the Steal movement, Mr. Griffin believed and still believes the 2020 election was fraudulent and Joe Biden was not legitimately elected president. Cowboys for Trump participate in Stop the Steal rallies where Mr. Griffin spoke and spread lies about the election being stolen. I got to tell you something. Who does this piece of judge think think they are? Who? You want to ignore facts? You want to gaslight people? And by the way, guys, if, if, if time, is, of, if, if time is, is on our side, if time is the thing that cures all, the CDC, you need to know this, the CDC just said that ivermectin is a good prophylactic for COVID-19. Now, if you remember, if you all remember what did the CDC say? What did Fauci say about ivermectin? Do you remember? What he said about ivermectin is it's horse paste. It's not for human consumption. It's dangerous. But there's no side effects. There's no side effects for, for ivermectin. It is human consumable. It, you can get it at a pharmacy. Yet pharmacies around the country stopped people from taking it even though they knew it would save lives. They are complicit in, steal, in, in killing millions of Americans. They are complicit in that behavior. And by the CDC putting it on their site, every single American, listen, if you lost a brother, a sister, an uncle, a mother, a father to COVID, if you went to the hospital, you need to open a lawsuit against that hospital immediately. You need to tell your brothers to open up a lawsuit against them immediately. You need to tell your sisters to, to go and, and file a lawsuit. We need to bog down the judiciary with 10, 20, 30, 50 million lawsuits. We need to sue the CDC. We need to sue the FDA. We need to sue judges individually, which I'm trying to do right now. I'm going to find a way around it. I'm going to sue that Antifa judge in Denver. I'm going to sue her. I'm going to. The more information I get, I'm just waiting it out. I'm going after her. Antifa, judges, the judiciary that's compromised. I want to make it so difficult for them not to see through all the evidence. I want to make it so difficult for the media and technology companies. How many of you have lost loved ones? Friends. We have an obligation to hold them accountable. The system is broken. And they're going to, every single lawsuit they've dismissed, not for the evidence, because of standing. Ah, I just don't want to deal with it. Standing, 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 standing. I have more to show you. Go to A6 if you would. Guys, as you read through this 49-page document, it becomes, it becomes difficult not to feel as if these people are the devil themselves and that this judge is absolutely a Nazi judge. This, this, this is more evidence, right? 
Mr. Griffin brought three firearms and ammunition with him on this cross-country trip to Washington, D.C. Video shows Griffin loading his car with a gun and a different gun on the car's dashboard. Can anybody tell me what the Second Amendment says? What's the Second Amendment say? You should have the right to bear arms. Period. It doesn't say the right to bear arms if or when. And because he carries a gun in his car, which, by the way, Coy carries a gun everywhere he goes. I, I carry a gun. I carry a gun. Everywhere I go. Does that mean that I'm guilty of an insurrection? It gets worse and worse. The mob also utilizes classical forms of intimidation. The mob. Mr. Producer, do, can we find, by the way, the uh, leave this up there, but can we find the video of them burning down buildings, the Antifa and BLM? Yep. Yeah, let's find some of those because I don't know what intimidation looks like, but I actually do. Including displaying a noose and gallows and chanting, hang Mike Pence on the Capitol grounds. In another act of intimidation, members of the mob charged toward the office of Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, chanting menacingly, Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Okay. There's not one video out there that shows anybody screaming, chanting, Mike, hang Mike Pence. Not that I can find. Number 43. This is the most egregious part, I think. I mean, every, every part of it is egregious. But I think the egregious part here is if we look at A8, <laughs> some officers lost their lives. Others suffered broken bones, contusions, lacerations, and physiological trauma. All told, the attack led to seven deaths, injuring more than 100 police officers and millions of dollars in damage to the Capitol complex. Can, where, where's the video of Boylan? Do you have that? Uh, we have a like a compilation video. Yeah, it's. Um, so we didn't grab the videos that I asked for. No, we ha we. It, I got it from January Sixth Truth dot org. Okay, let's play the video of of Roseanne Boylan getting killed. You see up in the corner. That's a police officer beating Roseanne Boylan to death. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM 
to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545 or text FREEDOM to 998899. Yeah. Go ahead and take it down. They're trying to resuscitate her. It goes a little bit further. By saying that that officers lost their lives, there wasn't one officer that lost their life on January 6th. On January 6th, the only acts of intimidation, the only acts against anyone were police officers shooting bombs, smoke bombs into the crowd, injuring people, beating people to death, shooting people, using lethal force. There was, there was no, yeah, police officers got pushed because they, they, they had, people had to fight back. Police officers were literally started beating them. And then when they were done, in some other areas, just let them in. Hey, come on in. But it was an insurrection. On A9, Mr. Griffin traveled to Washington, D.C. for the events of January 6th because he shared the goal of stopping the constitutionally mandated certification of the 2020 presidential election. We went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th so our voices would be heard so, by Mike Pence so Mike Pence would vote no on the certification of the election. On A10, it says, Mr. Griffin then assumed a leadership role in the mob by using a bullhorn to gain the crowd's attention. As he attempted to lead the mob in prayer, he riled them further. It, there's not an ounce of truth to what this Nazi judge did. Not an ounce of truth. You know, judges used to be, you know, there's, there's, there's judges out there that are actually really good people. But they've been replaced Many of them have been replaced with what could only be described as Nazi judges, corrupt communist judges, people that just want to destroy what the American values are in our country. The judge goes on further and says, Section 3 imposes, A11, Section 3 imposes a qualification for public office, much like an age or residency requirement. It is not a criminal penalty and neither the courts nor Congress have ever required a prior criminal conviction for a person to be disqualified under Section 3. Section 3 is thus akin to New York's constitutional disqualifications that do not require prior criminal conviction. So let me just tell you what they're doing. You have a right to run for office. It's a constitutional right to run for office. They're saying we can have a civil proceeding. We can have a civil proceeding and we can take you out of office. We can remove you from office without a criminal conviction. We can violate your rights because a group of people over here say they don't like you and they don't like what you stand for and they don't like the fact that you showed up to protest an illegal election. That is where it's come to. It's come to the fact that they can literally just violate the law. So they're, they're imposing a criminal sanction on a non-criminal act. Non-criminal act. And by the way, trespassing, I just want you to know this. Trespassing, 99.99% of the time, is slap on the wrist, $15 fine, get out. But no, Coy was sentenced to 15 days in jail. 
Because that's what the regime, that's what the Nazi regime, the illegal, illegitimate regime, and these trash bags in the government, who, by the way, have violated every oath of not just their office, but of their obligation to the American people while stealing our money and laundering it overseas in, in Ukraine. That's what they did. Let's go to A12. Based on the trial evidence and argument, the court concludes that Mr. Griffin took an oath to support the Constitution of the United States as an executive officer of a state. The January 6th attack and surrounding planning, mobilization, and incitement were an insurrection against the Constitution of the United States, and Mr. Griffin engaged in that insurrection. So in order to basically, what, what this is, is that this judge is saying that there's a criminal, that he's criminally liable, even though he wasn't found criminally liable, he was not. Disorderly conduct was, was dropped against him. He was told that the people's house, you were trespassing on the property of the people's house. Found guilty of trespassing in a partisan group. All of these cases, by the way, are tried in Washington, D.C. The cesspool of hate, anger, and evil of our country. You want to know where the evil resides? You want to know where the, the mass majority of evil resides? It's right in Washington, D.C. It is a cesspool of disgustingness on both sides of the aisle. It keeps going, though. The court therefore concludes that effective January 6, 2021, Mr. Griffin became a disqualified under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment from serving as a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president or vice president, or holding any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state, including his current office, including his current office as Ontario County Commissioner. A crapbag Nazi judge used lawfare and did what only an activist who stands for the devil himself, and you can say whatever you want, but that's all it is. This is the evil of our society that will lie to you over and over and over again and tell you nothing to see here while stealing your most fundamental rights, while indoctrinating your kids with stuff and saying, let's go kill as many babies as we possibly can under the guise of it's a right. Again, I, this is not a hyperbolic statement. I'm not making statements that are untrue. I haven't made one statement that's untrue. This judge is a radical left-wing nut job, much like the judge that approved going into Mar-a-Lago and going after President Trump. Oh, but there's more. Oh, 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 but there's more. A13, nor did the 19th century definition of insurrection, <laughs> nor did the 19th century definition of insurrection depend on the truth or morality of the insurrectionist cause. An uprising could be an insurrection even if the participants sincerely believed their cause was just. Now, I need you to, we, we're actually going to go into some of these cases that they, that they write because it's important for you to understand that because it is, it is ridiculous where they get their arguments from. Efforts to rescue fugitive slaves were considered insurrections even though many believe the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850 was unconstitutional and freeing slaves was a moral obligation. <sighs> that participants firmly believed they were acting for the good of their country was not a defense to insurrection, but rather was proof that they were acting for an insurrectionary public purpose. Do, do you see this radical leftist brings in 
the freeing of slaves as a moral obligation and saying that it was still an insurrection. It was never called an insurrection in the 1850s. It was never, they were never called insurrectionists. Article three of the 14th Amendment was never, ever, 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 ever prosecuted for protesting. That's not what, it, that's not what they protest. That was not what happened. The, the only time it actually did happen is someone that basically voted no to attack, to enter World War II. And it was overturned by the Supreme Court. The court concludes that January 6, 2021 attack on the United States Capitol and the surrounding planning, mobilization, incitement, constitution, and insurrection within the meaning of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. The FBI themselves said that it was not an insurrection. Did they not? Am I right in saying that? Didn't they conclude it was not an insurrection? It was a protest? I don't remember what their wording was around that. I'm not sure that they said the entire event was an insurrection. I think they said that there was not the violent uh, acts and that yeah. it was, I'm not sure if it was the word insurrection, but yeah, they essentially said it was not a violent protest by a bunch of Americans. Opportunity and chaos. Millions of Americans showed up. Here's a historical application. CNET put this up there. This is a, a B1. 14th Amendment is the cornerstone of Trump's impeachment, how it works, why it matters. What you need to know about how lawmakers are using the 14th Amendment to hold Trump and his political supporters accountable for the January 6th riots at the Capitol. They were not riots. Can you show me some of the riots, please? Let's, let's go to B2 if we can first. Failing to remove President Donald Trump from office through the 25th Amendment, the House of Representatives impeached Trump for a second time Wednesday night after a heated debate. In a 232 to 197 vote, which included a historic 10 Republicans voting to impeach their party's president, the House adopted an article of impeachment that charged Trump with incitement of insurrection for his role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. The foundation of the article of impeachment is the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which the House used to justify its case against Trump. We'll explain exactly why below. Since it's so close to the end of Trump's term, President-elect Joe Ugh is inaugurated next week. Democrats and some Republicans hope to use the 14th Amendment as ground for the Senate to convict Trump of causing the deadly riot and further bar him from holding public office in the future. Trump has hinted at running for president against again in 2024. This is, this is um, unbelievable. Has the 14th Amendment ever been used before? So they, they broadly want to talk about the 14th Amendment before being broadly used says, yes and no, in its infancy, the 14th Amendment was used to expel several lawmakers for supporting the Confederacy in the onset of the Civil War. Congress also invoked the 14th Amendment in 1919 to block elected officer Victor Berger from joining the House as opposed to U after opposing U.S. intervention in World War I. See, the, the problem is this, is that they, they did talk about Victor Berger. That's true. But they don't talk about the outcome of that and the fact that the Supreme Court ruled that you cannot use the 14th Amendment. You cannot. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy 
and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. <sighs> this, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm having to pause a little bit because I believe that we we're in this place where we we look at this two-tier justice system. We we're we are seeing the Nazi return to our nation. The radical left is literally the devil himself. And the GOP, largely we call them derps, Democrats in Republican Party, these derps, man, they they are, they are assisting the radical left. They are radical leftists that say that they stand up for the rule of law. But what we're seeing is not a rule of law. And we know they're losing. We know they're losing when they're having to admit all the things that they've done. And on the COVID side, if it wasn't for Dr. Peter McCullough, if it wasn't for Thomas Renz, if it wasn't for Dr. Zelenko, if it wasn't for these people that have stood up, we wouldn't have known. And the more and more we learn about Ukraine, the more it becomes obvious that Zelensky is fighting a proxy war against Russia for the U.S. government, for the West. There are multiple countries. You have the BRICS countries, which is, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't follow BRICS at all, BRICS is the alliance that includes Russia, India, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South, uh, South America, South Africa, sorry. There are countries all over the world that are standing up on, on Russia's side right now. And I've said, I stand on Russia's side. You're like, Joe, how can you? I can't stand with a regime that kills their own people indiscriminately and sends in neo-Nazis to do their dirty work and, and use in Donbass uh, little kids as target practice. But you don't hear about that. that. That bombs their own communities and then says it's Russia, gets caught doing it, and then says, oh, well, we, we might we have made a mistake. That has bioterrorist biolabs all over the country, all over the country, and nothing to see here until they're forced because the evidence comes out to show that they're actually weaponizing smallpox. We... 
we keep going through the same set of circumstances where we allow this to happen. We're, we're going to have Coy Griffin on the tonight, correct? And tonight we're going to go through all of the things related to Coy. I want to. I want. I want Coy to tell his side of the story. I want him to tell us what's going on. Sorry, guys. I don't. I don't have the ability. I got a couple of tech issues here. I want him to tell us what's going on. I want him to tell us what we're dealing with and what, what is the outcome of his case. But no matter what, they're going to try and use this as precedent to go after who? Who's next? Am I next? Is David Clements next? Is General Flynn next? Is, I mean, let's walk through, let's walk down the list. Is Peter McCullough next? Is your neighbor next? Are you next? The more we see about what they're doing, the more obvious it becomes that frankly, they, they just, they want to take everything from us. So I want to walk through this. Section three, by the way, of the 14th Amendment has never held. Before we do that, Mr. Producer, can you put up the 14th Amendment, Article three? Let's read this if we can. Article 3 of the 14th Amendment. Uh, 14th Amendment, Section 3. Here we go. It's a disqualification clause. And, and frankly, th this is uh, how they've been able to go back and, and rewrite this is, or, or use this to, to justify kicking people out of office so that they can actually get Dominion voting machines back into <laughs> Otero County. Section 3, disqualification from holding office, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president or vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who have previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Hmm. Think about that. Think about that. They use this in order to go after Coy Griffin. And, and if they're going after Coy, what's, who's next, right? Who, who's, who's, who's next on their list? Because this judge said that no criminal conviction is necessary. So all the people that are standing up saying that here's all the election fraud, and it's massive. It's massive. The fraud is massive. And all those people that stand up now are going to be prevented from entering government. They're going to say, no, 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 you can't run for office. They tried to do it to Marjorie Taylor Greene. And they were like, yeah, no, she absolutely can, can be in office. <sighs> but let's, let's walk through, if we can, Congress restores Confederate office holding rights with the Amnesty Act of 1872. So that's on C1. 
And if you go see two, passed by Congress and signed by President Ulysses Grant on May 22nd, 1872, the Amnesty Act of 1872 ended office holding disqualifications against most of the Confederate leaders and their former civil and military officials who had rebelled against the Union in the Civil War. Afterwards, only a few hundred Confederate leaders remained under office holding restrictions. Even while the Civil War was in progress, the Union offered amnesty to Confederates in an attempt to encourage loyalty to the Union and begin the process of Reconstruction. The Confiscation Act of 1862 authorized the U.S. President to pardon anyone involved in the rebellion. The Amnesty Proclamation of December of 1863 offered pardons to those who, who had not held who had not held an office. So, so this was, if you go to Section 3, Lee sent an application for Grant to Grant and wrote to President Johnson on June 13, 1865. Being excluded from the provisions of amnesty and pardon contained in the proclamation of the 29th uh, Alto, I, do here, I hereby apply for the benefits and full restoration of all rights and privileges extended to those included in its terms. I graduated at the Military Academy of West Point in June 1829, resigned from the U.S. Army April 1861 was a general in the Confederate Army included in the surrender of the army in Northern Virginia 9th of April of 65. On October 2nd, 1865, the same day that Lee was inaugurated as president of Washington College in Lexington, Virginia, he signed his amnesty oath, thereby complying fully with the provision of Johnson's proclamation, but Lee was not pardoned, nor was his citizenship restored, and the fact that he had submitted an amnesty oath was all that soon lost to history. More than 100 years later, in, 18, in 1970, um, an archivist at the National Archives discovered Lee's amnesty oath among State Department records, reports in prologue winter 18, 1970. Apparently, Secretary of State William S. Seward had given Lee's application to a friend as a souvenir, and the State Department had pigeonholed the oath. In 1975, Lee full rights of citizenship were posthumously restored by joint congressional resolution effective June 13, 1865. At the August 5, 1975 signing ceremony, President Gerald R. Ford acknowledged the discovery of Lee's oath of alliance, uh, of allegiance, excuse me, in the National Archives and remarked General Lee's character had been an example to succeeding generations, making a restoration of his citizenship an event in which every American can take pride. So it never stuck. And if you go to C4, you'll see this is the amnesty oath signed by Robert E. Lee. <sighs> I want to talk about something. If we go back and look at this, because I think it's the warfare that we're fighting right now in our communities. And I, look, I, w I want to tell you we're winning. Truth is winning. We're walking door to door. We're becoming truth witnesses, like Jehovah Witnesses, but for the truth, we just... <coughs> hey, have you guys heard about all this stuff that's happening? I, I, every time I talk to someone, I, I make it an opportunity to talk to them about truth. I was at the airport yesterday. Um, I spoke truth to the guy sitting next to me, and he was a lefty. I mean, super lefty. And I was like, oh, so you don't think the election was stolen? And he goes, no, I don't. And I was like, you think that Biden got 81 million votes? He goes, well, not really. But I think he, he didn't have more than 8 million votes. I was like, so you think that he got more votes than Obama? And he goes, well, I said, he didn't, he didn't even, he stayed in his basement. 
Do you think 81 million people said, yeah, I really want that guy in the basement who can't talk? He's like, well, so I t told him the truth. I said, here's where you can find all the information. Go look it up. And he says, you sound like you know a lot about this. I was like, yeah, I'm like public enemy number one of the radical left. And so we talked about me a little bit. And he goes, oh, I'm reading this article about you in the Washington Post. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm an election denier. I'm a, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Only I, there's no conspiracy here. They stole the election. There's massive amounts of evidence. And they won't let anybody hear it because they're afraid of it. But let's, let's talk about the difference between the left and the right. We went to the Capitol to say, look, we want a redress of our grievances. It was not an insurrection. Anybody that calls it an insurrection is by far just a, either you're either stupid or you're a radical leftist. And most of them are stupid. But let's put up D1 if we could. You guys all remember this? This is Kathy Griffin holding up a, 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 a severed head made to look like President Donald Trump. And disgusting but not surprising, this is the left today. They consider this acceptable. Imagine a conservative did this to Obama as POTUS. Now, I want you guys to remember, and here's another one replying to Kathy Griffin, because remember, she put this up on Twitter. You're disgusting. Honor our military, but dishonor our president, the commander-in-chief. You behead our president. Hypocrite. Parading, beheading a, a POTUS makes Kathy Griffin a terrorist and an enemy of the state. She needs to be treated as such. Big time liberal here and Kathy Griffith fan, Griffin fan, and I agree. This is not okay and there's no excuse. She should, immediate, should immediately apologize. I, this is the left. This is the left. But it gets even worse. See, these radical leftists that come out of Hollywood and come out of these places that have the bullhorn, they, again, they hold, they'll hold the bullhorn. They make themselves look bigger. They're not a big group, guys. I, I talk to liberals every day. I talk to the liberal that sat next to me at the airport. And we had a great conversation. And I was like, oh, how you doing? He goes, yeah, my, you know, my, my girlfriend's daughter is a total train wreck. And we talked about families and education. And... But we didn't have an argument. I go, do you believe the election was stolen? He's like, no. I was like, all right, let me show you some stuff. And as I showed him stuff, you could see his eyes change. Like, how come I, this isn't mainstream. He even said that. It's not mainstream. And I go, what do you mean it's not mainstream? Well, it's not on CNN. I was like, well, they, uh, CNN said that ivermectin was horse paste. He goes, yeah. I go, did you take your vaccine? He goes, no, 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 no vaccine here. And I go, did you take ivermectin when you got sick? I know you got sick. He goes, I did take ivermectin. He said, but I couldn't tell people in my family because they thought I was crazy. I thought I would be, they'd say I was crazy. So you had to hide. You had to suppress truth that saved your life because you were afraid of ridicule by your family. He goes, yeah. I said, that's the problem with the left. But Madonna went out and said, let's blow up the White House. Let's play this. B2. D2. Turn it up, please. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. But I know that this won't change anything. We cannot fall into despair. As the poet W.H. Auden once wrote on the eve of World okay, War II. Okay, turn this down. Take this down. 
Mr. Producer, I have spoken all over the country, probably over the last two years, at least three, at 300 events, I would say, right? About that? Easily. Okay. Have I ever written down my speech on a piece of paper? No, not once. I've ever had to? I've never had to write it down. I, I keep notes of the things that we want to do by cuts, but I've never had to talk to you about... I've never had to write down my thoughts because they're true, because they're accurate, because it's what I believe. It's, it's, it's being authentic. But yet they want to tell us that this right here does not represent the evil of our society. Put up D3 if you would. This is Roseanne Boylan dying on January 6th. We do have it, D3. Uh, this is the, the same video. Same this is, yeah. So we're going to do a fax blast to Congress today. And the facts class is really simple. The 14th Amendment, Commissioner Coy Griffin, and the ongoing persecution of Donald J. Trump. I want you to know that they're not attacking Donald Trump. They're attacking you. They're, they're lying to you. They're, they're doing things to you and your family. They're going after your family. They're going after your way of life. And we are winning. But, but you got to have stamina. you got to step in the fight. you got to be willing to make sacrifices. You're like, Joe, I'm making sacrifices. My, my bank account's down by 49%. We're seeing it just this Armageddon happen, just the reverberations of economic disaster. They, they hire 87,000 new IRS agents, and they want to arm them. Because why? Maybe the military just does not support Biden. Now they're going to go into a, an election in less than 60 days. We're going to go into an election in 60 days, and they're going to try and convince us that, this, that the red wave is no longer there, that people care about... The, the states' rights being restored or, or Rover's way being restored to the states. And that's why people are going to vote for Democrats. The, the people are stupid. But they're not. They just steal votes. And they've created a black box. Stealing elections has consequences. And we got to stop pretending that these people will stand up for anything other than themselves. So I tell you, it, it says in the Bible to have faith, but act in that faith. Get on the path. Make the sacrifices that are necessary. Get close to your neighbors. Go to FEC meetings. Go to other meetings that are out there. There's an FEC meeting tonight, is there not? A refocus? Yes, there is. Yeah. In, uh, in Douglas County, there's an FEC United meeting. Um, you you got you to gotta start standing up. But, and you, and you got you to gotta make your voice. Listen. If the only people are standing up are the guys that are getting attacked and you're not doing anything about it, then you're no better than the left. I mean, if you're, if you're not being an ambassador of truth, if you're not talking to people, if you're not spreading truth, if you're not going out there and creating a catalog of how Dominion is connected to George Soros, connected to their Sorbian, Serbia, Serbia uh, um, entity, and then they, they, they one and that they're, they're hiding behind some sort of shell company in a small strip mall uh, warehouse district deal. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's stuff that is made of that you see happen in Nazi Germany because that's what they are. They're a bunch of Nazis. They're, they're, it's a criminal enterprise of our country. It's, it's now the government is the criminal enterprise. 
So we're going to go after and tell Congress that they have to stand up. Look, the more you talk to Congress, the better it is. Here's another thing you guys need to know. We have enough members that we're doing an offset now, so we're going to lower the cost of the membership so that we can cover the faxing and things that happen on the membership. And we should be able to get the uh, base membership down to, I think, five bucks and still do the thing. And so it'll slide down dramatically because we have enough members at other areas. So if you're at $40, I think it's going to go to 30 or 25 or something. Everything's going to slide down because now we have enough members that we're, this is not about making money. This is about sustaining an organization that can allow us to speak out and do truth. And as long as we're building the technology that's necessary and doing the things that we need to do and sending the letters to Congress and being able to build out the stuff at the state level and protect you, then you know, we can continue to lower prices because there's more people involved in the, in the process. So let me, let me just talk about this fact splash real quick. According to the new, new Mexico district judge that just invoked Section 3 of the 14th Amendment for the first time since 1869, the government of the United States has enacted laws designed first to protect itself and its authority as a government, and secondly, its control over those agencies to which, under the Constitution and laws, to extend gov it extends government regulation. I do want you to tell you that the EPA versus uh, uh, West Virginia states that what he said in this is patently false. False. And it was just decided, just adjudicated at the court. Given that the U.S. Constitution was enacted to strict, restrict the powers of the federal government as explicitly enshrined in the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, this statement is a violation of Judge Matthews' oath. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment has never successfully held, even Robert E. Lee and his rights posthumously restored during the 1970s, and more than 100 years after the Amnesty Act of 1872, removed most of the penalties imposed on former Confederates by the 14th Amendment. The only non-reconstruction case of this section being invoked is in the 1869 case, which has been widely referenced by the media and all of you, but not cited. Why have you not cited the case? You are ignorant of the facts of this case, or you are intentionally omitting it from your self-righteous pontification. Pontificating, excuse me. The 1869 case is being referenced, but not cited by the media, and all of you is referred to as Griffin's case. The case being, again, being referenced, but not cited, is about an Ill illegitimate judge making a mockery of the justice system and persecuting a man whose surname is Griffin. Is that divine poetry or what? Demand for, for, for remedy. District Court Judge Francis Matthew has a decision against Coy Griffin and revealed his position on the U.S. Constitution as a violation of his oath. Congress must take action to affirm the First Amendment rights of Americans. And Judge Matthew should be held accountable for his flagrant violations of the, his oath. Hold the judge accountable of his oath and being a violation of your own or being in violation of your own. So, so what we're basically saying is, look, we're paying attention. And some would say, look, you, you can't, Congress, they're not going to read it. So what I found is that congressional leaders will read things if they actually are ignorant of it. So you're calling them out. But this case in 1869, in large part, actually, it was rebuked by the, the Supreme Court. But now the judge is using that and others have used it as a dog and pony show because they got their information from a TikTok video and said, oh, this case must be right, but never read the, the, the case itself. I think that is my issue, is that we have such ignorance in our country, such crony capitalism that is happening across every level, and the government is so just 
compromise, the people that are good people in the government, they look at it and like, there's nothing I can do. I just got to wait out my pension and get the hell out of here. And here's what I'm going to tell you, that if you wait, there's nothing left. There's nothing left for you to, to there, there's going to be nothing left. We are winning and we will continue to win and we will be able to push them back to the hell that they came from if we just stand up and become advocates of truth and speak the truth. And in this case, we got to help Koi fight for it. So tonight, we're going to have Koi Griffin on. We're going to have Koi on tonight. All right. And he's going to talk about his case. I might actually get David uh, Clements on as well. Get both of them on since he worked on the case in New Mexico. And, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out if I, can, if I can allow you to send letters and phone calls to the judge in New Mexico. But uh, I don't want anybody to get in trouble for, for it. So I'm just making sure that we have legal coverage for you. So until then, well, I'm going to pray for you. We're out of time. But um, again, I know we were going to talk about a lot of other things today, uh, but this came across the, the deal. And I think it's important for you to understand how badly the judge got it wrong. It's pretty bad. So let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to be born at such a time as this. Thank you for using us as your tools of restoration. Father, thank you for giving us patience and giving us wisdom and helping us to see through all the things that the devil is trying, that evil itself is trying to instill in our communities. Father, I would ask you to give us all courage, give us commitment, Help us to stay deeply rooted in the words, your words, Father. Help us to read scripture, to connect with other people, to get in the gap and recognize what it means to be in a place of interposition, to stand between the oppressor and those that would be oppressed, to stand between those that would victimize and torment people in our society and their intended victims. Father, help us to see that we must be those people, that we are the reason why our country got here and we are the solution to it, Father. Help us to recognize the difference between violence and force. Help us to recognize the, the, the sacrifice that will be necessary and to help us stand in that sacrifice. Father, help us that we may recognize all of the sacrifices that came before, before us. The men and women that died serving this country so that we could have freedom. And yet the mockery of our government, Father, is just made it appear as if we have freedom while basically stripping us of our, our basic dignity and basic rights. Father, help us to be able to pull back the shroud of the media to silence them. I mean, even if you, you just take out the media, take out CNN, take out MSNBC, take out the liars. I know that everything happens in your time, Father, but we are your tools. We are your people. We are the ones that will stand up and do the things you ask us to do. I would just ask you, give us the wisdom, give us the guidance, and take us down the path where we can restore not just what we have in this country, but across the world. Father, I ask for all of these things boldly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are uh, on at 4 o'clock tonight. Right, so we got uh, we got a lot going on, and uh, I just want you to know we are winning. We are winning. God's winning. We we know how it ends. And and by the way, none of you were making it out of this life alive. None. I mean, I know you could try. You, you mean you might be able to turn yourself into a virtual person? I guess. I mean, that's the thing, right? They want to turn everybody into virtual ebits. Yeah, you're still dead. I just want you to know. At the end of it, 
you are still dead. And so well, while you're here, yeah, make, you go to DCF Guns. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go to DCFGuns.co. Use promo code Joe. You get 5% off. 5% doesn't seem like a lot when you're buying a gun for a couple thousand dollars. We'll ship it right to your FFL. We'll take good care of you. So go to DCFGuns.co. Use promo code Joe. Get 5% off. Also, if you become a member at DCFGuns.com, um, you get access to what are called Patriot discounts. And you get other ba- Patriot discounts in-store. I think the membership of the Patriot discount is like 20%. If you're a law enforcement or, or uh, uh, military, ex-military, you're, you get access to those 20% off membership discounts as well. A lot of good stuff there. All right. Well, that's it. I'll see you guys at 4 o'clock tonight. God bless you. Have a great day. And remember, you have to speak truth in order for truth to be heard. If you don't speak it, you just hear it, you're not an ambassador for truth, then there's no ability for others to be who are in the same space you are to know that they are not alone. The only way we win is if we speak. All right, God bless you. I'll see you tonight. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.